right all right it's real life real equity with your host justin and keisha brooks welcome to the show our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs showing in both life and business as real estate investors our mission is to model educate and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools ideas and information to add more worth to your net worth more cash to your cash flow helping you achieve your goals in less time that's right since we have grown with real life real equity we have learned from our listening audience and our guests that entrepreneurship is full of trials tribulations and resilience with that being said we are going to email all of our listeners a free copy of the book resilience turning your setback into a comeback This book is full of powerful testimonies from unstoppable super achievers sharing their stories of resilience. With it being endorsed by Brian Tracy and Tom Ziegler, the entrepreneurs, NFL players, speakers, and authors in the book will share with you their firsthand accounts of how resilience put them on the path to success. It's simple. Send us an email to resilience at realliferoequity.com. Welcome to the show. All right, all right. Welcome to the show, everyone. Real Life Real Equity with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Today, our guest, she's a three-time best-selling author and speaker. Her latest book, the bestseller, The Little Black Book of Fitness. She is also the creator of her trademark program, Butoga, which is a fusion of boot camp, yoga, and meditation. She is a fitness expert with 25 years of experience. She's helped guide people on their fitness journey in both mind, body, and spirit. She's a certified yoga instructor, Reiki master, and celebrity trainer. Her and her program were featured on the OWN Network on the show, Chad Loves Michelle, last year. And her passion is holistic health and wellness to help facilitate healing from the inside out for everyone to live a life of their dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm round of applause to our guest today, Jeanette Ortega. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur business owner? Like, tell us a little bit about your why. My why? Well, it started at a very young age with loving being active and being in fitness. And so as I continued to grow, my love for fitness became deeper and deeper. And the feeling that I would get from working out or exercising or doing anything to that, the euphoria that I would feel, it's basically a natural high that you get off of exercise. I was just amazed. And I was like, wow, everybody needs to feel this. Like, this is amazing. And as the years went by, and I went through high school, very active and sports and cheer and all that good stuff, went into college into more stuff. As I was going through college and going through nutrition and getting to know the anatomy and It just blew my mind how our bodies, our minds and our bodies are so connected. And if we really knew what we were supposed to feel like, we would completely change our whole programming of, you know, how we eat, how we, how we move. So my huge why was to really have people feel this, have people feel the euphoria, have people feel joy, have people feel energy and stamina and, you know, ready to take everything on. So it started at a very young age. So my love of it just turned completely into growing boot camps, doing personal training, me doing fitness competitions and bikini competitions, and then turning into opening up boot camps all over, then opening up my gym, got known and started training some celebrity clients. And it just exploded and grew from there. Wow. That's really good. I mean, it's, it's very interesting how you've taken what it is that you love 
and translated it into your life's work. We hear that a lot from fellow entrepreneurs, you know, finding something they love to do. And when they do it, it doesn't feel like work anymore. And it sounds like you found that at a very young age, like you said, but you've done some pretty amazing things. We had talked about briefly in the past how you've opened up gyms. Um, You just mentioned that briefly. Talk a little bit more about Mm -hmm. the entrepreneur side of it. As I got more into it, I believe my dream and my goal was like, wow, this is great. One day I want to open up a gym because I was doing a lot of outdoor boot camps and personal training at the bigger gym chains. I would just keep saying, wow, I really want to open up my own gym. And, you know, as we say that, I always tell people, be careful what you wish for because it happens (laughs) sooner or later. And one day my girlfriend, one of my best friends was driving by a facility and she got the number and she called me and she's like, I think I found you a place. And I'm like, what? So we wow. went to go look at it and went through the space. And it was a small facility at first. It was 800 square feet. And it was perfect, though, for me to start out and bring in what I was doing. And in a year and a half, I grew out of it very quickly and moved to a much larger facility. And that was 5,000 square feet. Wow. And yeah. So it was a huge jump. And let me tell you, when your passion turns into your business, what I learned very quickly was, oh my word, I have so much more to learn on the business end than I did. I'm more of a creative and have these ideas and will lead. And so I really realized how quickly what I loved turned in the beginning was great, but then turned more into like, oh my gosh, I have to do way more work. <laughs> right, right. You know, so it was learning how to balance that. And then something that I loved so much, I was having a hard time fitting in my own workouts and my own stuff. And it was really having to find that balance. And that's what I think sometimes a lot of us do is we have this passion, then we open up this business and we're like, whoa, there's a whole different world now owning a business and doing it on this side. But luckily, I had some great people by my side. I had a great team that I ended up growing, and they helped me tremendously so I could still focus on what I was doing. So it was definitely a lot of stumbles in the beginning and learning, a huge learning curve, Yeah, you know, going from one thing to another. But I'm so grateful for it. It brought so much growth in me, so many lessons. Wow. It was great. And going from 800 square feet to 5,000 square feet, I was like, what was I thinking? I pretty much quadrupled my overhead. And that's what happened. I'm a big risk taker. So I was like, I can do this. This will happen. I'm so grateful for clients that are constantly have been loyal throughout all these years and more referrals and more referrals and more opportunities opened up. And I continue to train to compete for fitness and bikini competitions, started winning a lot of titles. When my pro card started training other people through that and it just started to build and build. And, you know, once you get that momentum going, it's just like the snowball effect that really helped propel me in my career. And so all the successes sounds good, but tell us about some of the stumbling blocks. Especially when you talk about going from 800 square feet to 5,000, I bet you it's a lot of lessons that can be pulled from that. Oh, yeah. Just even, you know, the first one, I thought I was working a lot until I moved into that big one. And we I had to basically remodel a huge portion of it. And, you know, you go over budget, just like moving into a home, you're like, okay, here's the budget for remodels. And you exceed that two to three times, right? Right, right, <laughs> so, right. 
that was my first one going right into that is I completely exceeded the amount that I was investing in completely remodeling how I wanted my gym to be. And then going from, oh, this is a commercial property now, like this is higher and this is higher. And oh, I need this and oh, I need this. So it was a lot. It was a bit overwhelming, you know, definitely be honest with that. And I tell people, do your numbers, you know, uh, have your plan. And I did have a plan. I did do my numbers, but I was more just like, I'm doing it. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So I had a lot of learning curves right in the beginning because I was like, whoa, okay, I exceeded what I thought it was going to do as far as putting, investing money, but it's all right. How many more people do I need to bring in? What else do I have to do? So there was quite a few trips and stumbles where I fell flat on my face, but just got right back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it sounds like too, you probably, as you said, you know, having people in and out doing it with you, it sounds like you learned quickly how to build a team, maybe even eliminating people, but then figure out the best fit for your business model. Yes. For sure. I'm big on team and teamwork and, you know, every part of our lives. And I have some amazing friends and family that really stepped up to help me out. And I've had some, a great team of instructors and brought in some amazing assistants and people that just knew different parts of the business that I didn't have time for. That was more their niche than mine, marketing, all the different stuff. So it all came together and pulled together. And honestly, the the team is what really allowed me to breathe because it was a lot to put together. To me, that is very essential because it's not necessarily about you knowing everything, but finding the people that actually can fit into your team to fill in those gaps for you. Absolutely. And it it speaks to, it speaks to, you know, the creative, like you had mentioned, you're creative. It speaks to the creative. You're able to actually go and own a business being a creative. And then the analytic who's not as creative you know, they can go and own a business without being creative. It's, it's not about having all the skills. It's about being able to find where you're missing. Right, right. Absolutely. So, you know, you kind of talked about some of the growth that you experienced when you went from 800 square feet to 5,000 square feet and, you know, building the team up. I think there's a lot of lessons that can be gained from that. Give us three things that you can think of that would really give our audience something to take action on right away in fitness, entrepreneurship, holistic health. I know we've done a lot of things with uh, our good friend, Kyle Wilson, and at his inner circle events, we've done the meditation and you're really good about getting people centered holistically. I never had meditated before we did that in LA. It's really good. Yes, absolutely. And that was one huge thing for me. I was always go, go, go. I was known for if you wanted your butt kicked, you would come to my gym, my classes. You know, So I was hit it hard. Let's do this. And what happened to me, especially during the years of competing as well, is you're so focused on the physical. And fitness is so much more than just the physical. And I can speak to that firsthand because I was really all about the physicality of it, especially as a competitor, having to look your best, having to know how to pose. Everything has to be just right. You're going on stage, being judged. You're competing against amazing other people that are doing the same thing as you. And so... Even as I'd win titles, I'd be like, okay, once I win this title, I'll be happy. And I'd win it, and I still wasn't completely fulfilled. And that happened quite a few times. And I was like, something is missing. You know, we always have that notion of if I meet this goal, then I'll be happy, which is, you know, completely false. But 
that's where I was. I was like, okay, this will make me happy. Now, if I do this, this will make me happy. And so I really had to go within and find out what was going on inside. And it was really me not taking care of the inner part. And this is why I'm huge on fitness from the inside out. We have to be fit in our mind, body, and spirit. And I took a trip to Bali. I was very blessed with a client that she took me to Indonesia with her family. And I had the most amazing awakening in in Bali. I tell the story of I went and I did yoga over there in Bali. And I've always loved yoga. But it went to a whole new level over there where I did yoga up in this tree. And there's like no, no windows. Yeah, they have this huge tree. And then not the top of it, they've created this beautiful yoga studio. Wow. And there's no windows. And so you're completely looking out and all you see is nature. Wow. Yeah, you're just in awe of it. You're just like, oh, this is surreal. And so for that hour and a half, and I didn't realize it till after the class was over, I was so focused and just on my breath to movement. I was just in the moment, moment by moment. And I didn't even notice it till class was done when we're in Shavasana and we came out of the pose. I felt complete bliss, peace. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about anything else for that hour and a half other than exactly where I was and the beauty of nature and what I was doing, my breath to movement. It was the most exhilarating feeling to be that present. And that's really where I felt the happiest, where I was really fulfilled. And I was like, oh my goodness, I need to keep this going. And so that completely opened me up to a whole new world of meditation and stillness and yoga and breath to movement. And that completely changed my life. I came back right away, got certified in yoga and started a very different journey, a very big spiritual journey. And I grew up very in a spiritual family, but it took on a whole different meaning during this part of my life. And so I promised when I came back that what I learned, I would share to all of my clients so that, you know, everything would be imparted to them. So when I came back, my gym really started to change and it was all about fitness of mind, body, and spirit. So I started doing workshops. I started leading meditations. I started doing restorative yogas and classes and different things to start bringing that piece in for my clients. And it completely transformed my gym and myself. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, Sometimes as entrepreneurs, I'm learning and just speaking with other guests that the change of environment, just putting yourself somewhere else mentally, um, and then of course you're going there physically, but spiritually, some it can really um, transform not only you within, but it can even tr- transform your business is what it sounds like. You said you weren't fully fulfilled, but just going through that transition totally took you to the next level of fulfillment. Yes. Yes. And that's one of my biggest tips for any business owner or entrepreneur is to make sure that every day you make time for yourself. Self-care is so important. I totally agree. Waking up and exercising. (laughs) Yeah. Or meditating or prayer or, or your walk in nature. Like we need to take care of ourselves in order for us 
to be able to take care of our businesses and handle, you know, the situations that may come up during the day or with our teams. And so that's my biggest tip when I go and even share with other entrepreneurs is make an appointment for yourself every day and don't cancel on yourself. You can move it around sometimes, life happens, but don't cancel your own appointment on yourself. That was a huge lesson for me. You know, knowing that's something that as entrepreneurs is so important, what would be like one key thing that you could reach out to our audience and tell them to do today? I would say just get started. Get started on something that's healthy for you. One new action. I just led a 21-day online mindset detox challenge. And so what I challenged the challengers in there was, you know, what is something that can help you each day, whether it's five minutes, it can be anywhere from five to 10 minutes. I'm not asking people to like, okay, do a whole new hour. Like what is one thing that can shift you into positive thinking right away or can get you just going and awakened and ready for your day? When we went through a list of things, and for me, what I chose was to dance, to dance every morning to one song, put it on, and just dance like a band, you know, with wild abandon. <laughs> and some mornings I didn't have time to be like going crazy, but I would still put the song on and dance while I was brushing my teeth or dance while I was like getting ready. And it literally shifted my thought process. It got my body move, moving and it got me into a different space of like endorphins and stuff. And so it's like sometimes just making a different change instead of just doing the daily routine, like what can you shift? What can you start with? Which is just five minutes a day. You know, I think even as entrepreneurs, we try to make these huge goals. And this is why I'm not a big person to ever push resolutions because we put such lofty goals for ourselves, but yet we don't start where it could be start out at three minutes a day, five minutes a day, instead of five days a week, maybe do three days a week, like things that are tangible, things that are feasible that we know we can fit into our lives. And so to me, that's the biggest thing is just to get started on something new, adding something that's going to bring life to you every day. Wow, that's, that's amazing advice. I mean, getting started where you are is so vitally important. I think it's, it's really overlooked. It's, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, man, I'm not doing enough. And I'm not going to, if three minutes is all I have, that's just not enough. I need 10 minutes. I need to be able to do what every social media person is saying that I should do. You know, there's all these guys out there who are promoting, you know, these big lofty 20x goals, but they don't ever promote getting started where you are. And I think that's a fallacy. It sounds yeah. good in theory. Right. Yes. Yeah, so trying to create attainable goals is the key really to being successful or reaching a bigger goal. So, yeah. We've talked about a lot of things and I'm sure our audience is just chomping at the bit to try to figure out how they can get, I mean, health is like probably one of the number one things that everybody sets a resolution for. You know, we all go in the gym and week one of January one, we see all these people in the gym that we've never seen before, but I think there is uh, something that our audience can gain right now and being able to get started where they are. So talk to us a little bit about some of the things that they can do right now where they are, um, some of the things that you could help them with as far as um, your experience in your past? I mean, 25 years experience, you have probably a host of things you can help them with. So talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. For me, I always tell people the hardest part is just showing up. And so however you need to show up, once you show up, you show up. 
and then you do it, right? right? right. So to me, the hardest part is just getting ourselves there, getting ourselves started, getting ourselves going. And so a lot of times, whatever you need to do, even if it's getting an accountability partner, so get somebody in there with you. So you know that you're going to show up for your partner, your partner is going to show up for you. And also, you don't have to work out for an hour or two a day and start slowly. I created an online program, which was 21 days for 21 minutes. And it could either be yoga and meditation or my what I created, my trademark program is Butoga and Meditation, which is boot camp yoga and meditation. And so what I did was take 21 days and you do 21 minutes every day for 21 days. 16 minutes of that is either yoga or my Butoga program. And then five minutes of that is meditation. And wow. so when people see that, they're like, okay, I can fit in 21 minutes of my day. And so I had a huge amount of people do the, the challenge, the online course. They loved it. They're just like, I cannot believe. I, I mean, I got all, all the days in. It was feasible. I was able to do this. And I didn't think I'd be able to meditate. And I love it now. I didn't think I'd be able to do, you know, more than 10 minutes of yoga or butoga. And I exceeded it. And so it's us really just starting small and building upon that. And that was one of the biggest things for all these years, especially seeing people come in and out of my gym is you don't have to be at the gym for two hours, you know, do stuff that you can. And even if it's not what you think it should be, you're still moving, you're still getting yourself going, you're still allowing the mind to, you know, start working better with the body. And so that's how I can help now, especially with people that are not here in LA with me is I created these online programs now where you're able to do these 21 days. You're able to do 21 minutes because that's very feasible. Right. I agree. I agree hundred percent. And, and you, you touched on something that I think is worth re-mentioning. Um, we all know the, that repetition is the mother of all learning. So, you know, I just want to reiterate, you don't have to start big. I know when I go to the gym, I don't start off with a max set, you know, and, and if I've been away from the gym for a long time, I start back at where I was when I was just getting started. It's, it's a very, the gym is probably one of those places where you can't fake it very much. Right. It's, right. And you get humbled very quickly. Yeah. You can get humbled, <laughs> <laughs> you can get humbled real quick. So, and I've been humbled before. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I think that's uh, one of the, the best uh, teachers. So, you know, give our, our audience a way to not only reach out to you, but you said you had a special gift for our audience. So talk a little bit about that as we close up. So I do have a special gift for anyone that would love to sign up for one of my online courses. So if you sign up for the 21-day yoga and meditation course or the 21-day Butoga and meditation course, you also get a free ebook of my best-selling book called The Little Black Book of Fitness. And this book is all about breakthrough insights of how to be fit in your mind, your body, and your spirit. So it's not a book that you're going to pick up and be like, oh, here's workouts, here's eating plans. This is actually us talking about our stories of how we broke through different mindsets, how we had to, you know, spiritually get fit, how we had to get emotionally fit, the hard times that we went through, but we we got through it, the breakdowns into our breakthroughs. And so it is fitness of mind, body and spirit for this book. And I'm so proud of it. We got 
Amazon bestselling book in six different categories. And so many people have really appreciated the stories and resonated knowing that they're not alone. We all go through these challenges of fitness. But my big push is to have people know that fitness is just more than the physical body. Allow yourself to be fit in your mind, body, and spirit so that, you know, the body works as a whole, the mind works with you, your soul and your emotions and all of that comes together. So I would love for people to experience that book. And you can definitely reach me on my website, JeanetteOrtega.com. And that has links to the online courses. And once that happens, I can send you right the free ebook for the Little Black Book of Fitness. That is awesome. Hopefully our audience can appreciate that because truly fitness is more than the physical. It's definitely connecting the entire body inside and out. It absolutely is. And it, it makes a huge difference. I call it the triangle, you know, mind, body, and soul, or mm-hmm. mind, body, and spirit, however you want to do it. So I tell people it's a balance. We can't have the triangle, you know, lopsided. Like what's going to happen if we just focus on one area of fitness? How's that going to make our triangle look? You want it balanced. It has to have all three. It's just the foundation and it filters into every single part of our life. Yes, So with that being said, we want to thank you so much, Jeanette, for being a guest today with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the insight. I hope our audience gets to experience all the advice that you've given over the last several minutes. If you can't take away something from that, well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I'm really, truly honored. And however I can help impart this, that's one of my purposes is for people to live a healthy, holistic, beautiful life of their dreams. So. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.